Hey, hey everyone, we are back again with some more articles that I wrote for Car Throttle that I eventually decided, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna put them on Drive Tribe. Today, we have 10 SUVs lighter than the Bentley Brooklyns. Ah, the Bentley Brooklyns, a vehicle that just oozes a sense of grandeur. It's larger than life and nearly longer than the Mercedes 600 Grocer, if Google numbers for the Grocer are to be believed. That's no small feat. So what happens when you make a coupe this big? It becomes heavy. Especially when you take into consideration that this is a Bentley. Not a Ferrari, not a Porsche, but a Bentley. It's a luxury coupe. It was never likely to use an abundance of weight-saving materials, but certainly an abundance of fancy luxury materials. So what does all this luxury weigh? Well, Edmund says the curb weight of a Bentley Brooklyn's is 5,853 pounds, or 2,653 kilograms. Don't think any SUV can come under that? Let's find out. And now with that whole intro thing out of the way, let's talk about the... Let's talk about the behind the scenes. This, once again, is like the Durango article in that this doesn't come from misconceptions or anything like that. This is just me trying to find non-Viper content to write about. And I actually really, really, really wanted to know after finding out how long it was compared to the Durango, I was like, oh, wait, you know what? I really need to see just how heavy this thing is now, especially when you compare it to SUVs because everyone's like, oh, SUVs are heavy. They're, you know, they're top heavy. They're heavy. They weigh a lot, you know, bunch of big boys, all that nonsense. And then I remembered, oh wait, but the Brooklyn's exist. I mean, obviously it's not top-heavy, but it's it's a unit. <laughs> so anyway, let's get on to the first, well, really the tenth car on the list, the Bentley Bentayga. Why are we starting with another Bentley? Because why not get some in-brand comparisons going on? We have a Bentley SUV going up against their biggest coupe to date. Why not compare the two? Anyway, I thought the Bentayga would actually be heavier. I was wrong. I mean, it is heavier than the than the Brooklyn's, but I thought it would be heavier than it turns out to be. Surprisingly, the Bentayga only weighs 5,379 pounds. Wait, how much did I say? Yeah, 10 SUVs lighter than the Brooklyn's. Okay, okay. So the Brooklyn's, like I said, is 5,853 pounds. The Bentayga is 5,379 pounds, or 2,439 kilograms. Nearly 500 pounds less than the Brooklyn's. I don't think many of us would have guessed there would be that much of a difference between the two. Coming in at number 9 is the Chevrolet Tahoe and Suburban. No, wait, that's impossible, you might be saying, but it's true. The Suburban really is lighter than the Brooklyn's, albeit not by much. The Suburban only weighs 5,808 pounds, or 2,634 kilograms to be exact. As I said, there's har that's hardly a difference. Why did I include it then? Simple. The Suburban is colossal, even more so than the even more than the Brooklyn's, which you would which you might know if you heard the last episode where I talked about the length of the two cars. Yet somehow it's still lighter. Speaking about the Tahoe, or uh, not speaking of the Tahoe, the Tahoe weighs 5,602 pounds or 2,541 kilograms, much less than the Suburban and less than honestly I was expecting. Coming in at number eight, it's the DT Ram 1500, otherwise known as the 2019 Ram 1500. Indeed, a truck has made it onto this list, not by some technicality either. This is another vehicle that is, honest to God, lighter than the Bentley Brooklyn's. Astounded? Baffled? So was I when I checked the numbers. I doubted to the moon and back that this would be lighter, but I was curious enough to check anyway. And also, this is a lot, this is pretty late, but I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, all these numbers came from Edmunds. So, no discrepancies there. Anyway, glad I did, because I was proven 100% wrong. The half-ton 1500 weighs 5,302 pounds, or 2,404 kilograms. 
I didn't cheat by using a lightweight model either. I went for the most luxurious model in the lineup, the Limited. Yet it still came out lighter than the Brooklyn's. Despite my best efforts, the 1500 in any guise is lighter than the slab of old England Brooklyn's. Let me think here. I'm trying to think of any behind-the-scenes things. To be honest, it was pretty easy doing this list because, like, okay, basically every you know everything from the previous Durango article. So the Bantega, the Tahoe Suburban. I didn't use the 1500 for the Durango one because honestly, that would have been easy, and I I think I honestly just forgot. But then for this one, I was like, oh wait, you know what? A truck being lighter than a coupe would be astonishing. Absolutely, it would be absolutely amazing. So I might as well include it. Number seven is the Dodge Durango SRT. I put this right after the 1500 for one simple reason. Somehow it's heavier than the 1500. I know the 1500 is newer and thus has had some weight taken out of it, but it's a truck. The Durango's towing capacity is nothing to sneeze at, but the, but the 1500 beats the Durango without question in that area. I just don't get it. It doesn't make much sense to me. The only way I can rationalize it is that the DT Ram 1500's chassis is new and the Durango has been going strong for quite a while now, even with some improvements. Anyway, wait. The Durango SRT tips the scales at 5,510 pounds or 2,499 kilograms. With all that said, the Durango is actually lighter than the Brooklyn's. On the very next one on the list is the Nissan Armada. See, told you I was using most of the same ones from the previous list. The SUV that was known as the Nissan Patrol in the Middle East and now known as the Armada here in the States is indeed lighter than the Brooklyn's. There's a catch though, only the non-four-wheel drive versions of this vehicle are lighter. The non-four-wheel drive versions of the Armada come in at a weight of 5,716 pounds for the Platinum and 5,672 pounds for the SL, or 2,592 kilograms and 2,572 kilograms respectively. In fifth place is the Volvo XC90. I think I actually did look up the Volvo when I was doing the Durango article on length and it was shorter? I might have, I might have forgotten it. In any case though, this, this list isn't completely like the other one, so you don't have to fear about that. The SUV that Jeremy Clarkson loves has made it onto this list. Unlike the Armada though, there aren't any technicalities. Truth be told, I never really expected this to be lighter than the Brooklyn's. I kind of thought it would be close though. Somewhere in the range of about 5,600 pounds is where I expected this to land. Once again though, my assumptions have been proven wrong. At its heaviest, the XC90 weighs a rather startling 5,059 pounds or 2,294 kilograms. Impressed I am. I can't do Yoda. I can't do Yoda, but impressed I am. In fourth is the Mercedes G-Class, and I think I used the new one, judging from the photo. <laughs> Ah, the luxury Wrangler. Not quite a vehicle with the heft of a Hummer, but arguably far more off-road off capable than one too. The G-Class has made a name for itself as quite a capable vehicle when taken off the beaten path. Sort of like Mercedes, sort of like Benz's answer to Range Rovers. Of all the vehicles, I was certain would stand no chance in being lighter than the title, than the title car of this article. I thought it'd be the G-Class. Alas. I got my butt handed to me on this one. With a weight of 5,691 pounds or 2,581 kilograms, all but the G-Class 4x4 squared are lighter than the Brooklyn, is lighter, it should be is lighter than the Brooklyn's, I think. In third place is the Lexus LX570. I'm not going to sugarcoat this one like I've been doing the others. Only one version is lighter than the Brooklyn's, the two-row version, weighing in at a slightly surprising 5,800 pounds or 2,630 kilograms. I know the LX570 is big, but I didn't expect it to be challenging the Escalade in the weight department. The second to last car on the list, the Lamborghini Urus. Can I be honest? Sweet. Okay. I have a confession to make. I haven't been paying much attention to the reception, plural, of the Lamborghini Urus. 
I'd love for the for, for the first paragraph to say something about how the Lamborghini Urus has been a has had a very controversial reception visually, but I can't. Although I can now because that is actually true. So instead, let's get straight into the numbers. Despite the Urus looking quite big, it's actually pretty light as far as SUVs go, tipping the scales at 4,850 pounds or 2,199 kilograms. The Urus isn't a heavyweight in the SUV arena, and it's definitely lighter than the Brooklyn's by a thousand pounds. An SUV, even if it's a Lamborghini, is a thousand pounds, give or take, lighter than a big, big old slab of old England British coupe. What world are we living in now? Just coming in at first is the Ford Expedition. Despite looking like a suburban rival, it's actually far lighter and far shorter. <coughs> previous podcast, then Chevrolet, Chevrolet's fancy hotel shuttle vehicle special, splitting the gap between needing something bigger than a Tahoe, somehow, and something smaller than a Suburban. Even the weight is comparable to the two Chevrolets. The Expedition weighs 5,793 pounds, or 2,627 kilograms at its heaviest. Lighter than the Suburban, heavier than the Tahoe, and lighter than the Brooklyn's. How about that? Anyway, I do hope you all enjoyed. Which one surprised you the most? I think at the time, at the time, I think it was between the Ram 1500 and the, either the Urus or the G, definitely the G-Class. So probably the 1500 and the G-Class surprised me the most as being lighter than the Brooklyn's. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe. If you don't have the Podbean app and want to listen to this podcast on the road, well then, we're on Spotify. So just boot up Spotify and you're all good. If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe, please. And if you do subscribe, hit the notification bell. That way you're notified every time we upload. Anyway, I will see you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at CodyCar, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.